0: go on. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, this is Cutting Through The Matrix, on August 22nd, 2013. For newcomers to the broadcast, please make good use of the website CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Lots and lots of info there where you can download lots of uh, audios for free. I go through the system we're born into and how it works, who set it up. And we're supposed to go, because the future is always planned by those in power, uh, in the present, basically. And those in the present got their power from their daddies and mummies beforehand, and very, very old families... Uh, have accumulated incredible wealth through centuries and centuries of managing the money system of the planet basically and they're going towards standardization across the whole world right now for the global society always been their dream Uh, most of it want to just conquer by using militaries but it's much easier to use other folks militaries of course and also use the money system on top of it because everything revolves on uh, in this system in a way revolves around money including your governments. Your governments are, are dependent on the big bankers to the private bankers to lend money all the time. That's why bankers love welfare systems and uh, the, the social system to the socialist system because they're, they're guaranteed continuing uh, interest, massive interest and compound interest forever and ever uh, and putting generations still to come of children into, into paying off debts uh, accumulated over a long, long time. By their predecessors. So, this is a system again that the big bankers wanted to bring in and have got what they want today. They call it the globalist system. And uh, this is the century of change. In their own words, in fact, these guys who created the big tax free or tax exempt foundations uh, under the guise of philanthropy. They're worth trillions of dollars. They fund armies of non-governmental organizations. They have the biggest think tanks across the world, which advise governments on all policies for all aspects of society. Um, these characters run the world. And, of course, they even put their own guys in as prime ministers and presidents. In fact, it doesn't matter what side you think that they're on. They're all on the same, same side because they're all, all from the same uh, foundations, basically. And they've sworn allegiance to this big agenda, too. So we're living through uh, uh, an ongoing, massive, uh, planned change in society. The century of change, as I say, is what academia referred to this century in the 20th century. And what they meant was all the old um, inequalities to be stamped out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and this new, totally socialist system, ran right, brought in with government agencies running to make sure everything worked the way it was supposed to work. In other words, the way that the masters wanted to be to serve them best and we're already here we're swamped for goodness sake with government agencies in all countries in fact if you look at all countries it doesn't matter it be the u.s britain australia new zealand it's all the same system and it was intended to be the same system, because the boys that brought in the private organizations that run the world and set up the foundations, starting at the Royal Institute for International Affairs, Council on Foreign Relations, uh, they, they wrote about, uh, to at least their own historians wrote about the whole agenda in, their own, in his own books, basically, and he was a professor. And uh, he certainly, he worked with the State Department in the U.S. and many other departments in the U.S. government and he knew his stuff he knew the whole agenda and he thought it was time that the public should know about it too because he said this organization has been behind all the wars you've heard of over the last hundred years he said uh, uh, they've drastically not just altered history but directed history and he says um, and he says uh, the public will accept it he thought the public would accept it and actually i think he's probably quite right even though he's dead now, but um, the public probably will accept anything because with the right uh, indoctrination, uh, ongoing indoctrination, something was couched under the terms of lifelong learning through the media, entertainment, and whatever you read as non-fiction. You're being programmed into accepting this whole system as being inevitable, because the big big trick, remember, has always been to say that things are just so complicated now. We we need a huge massive government, and that's the big big trick to get you to give up all your rights and freedoms, etc. And for, you, for the future children, too, who may be born into this world, uh, to be brought into uh, under a, a complete dominated uh, government-dominated system. That's where we are today. It's planned that way, folks. Remember, too I go into this at, uh, say, com. You can also print up many of the talks I've given, for, uh, if you want to, in English and all the sites listed at cuttingthroughmedia.com, and you can go into Alan Watt's Sentinel.eu and get transcripts in other languages. You can also help me take along by buying the books and discs there, and you'll see how to do it on the website. Remember, from the U.S. to Canada, you can still use personal checks or international postal money orders. From the post office, you can send cash or use PayPal. And straight donations are seriously welcome as we through the planned inflation Because the masters of the world want you to pay an awful lot more uh, for, for the basic necessities of life, food, energy, clothing, uh, rent, uh, mortgages, all that kind of stuff That's all part of this big uh, millennium project or Agenda 21 The Agenda for the 21st Century All part of it, folks and the big boys lose nothing, of course, by giving you less Since they up the prices about four or five times Of what they've already have been charging you for the same things So we're, we're going through a planned society There's winners and losers, actually, in it, of course I've mentioned Jack Satali's book quite a few times He was called Miner, Winners and Losers in the Coming New World Order Also called Millennium And he should know, since he works for the United Nations and he has been basically the the, the top man in France for all a whole bunch of presidents. In fact, uh, remember that presidents and prime ministers, even presidents, are really front men, and uh, the guys behind them are far, far more important. The guys who make all the decisions, who've been lifers in politics, etc., on higher levels, they know the score, what's, what's happening, and their job is to make sure that the front man takes the heat for it. And that's why you vote them out eventually and you vote in the next bunch uh, to find that the same agenda continues. Uh, It's interesting that Jefferson in the U.S. mentioned that in his day. He said that when you see the same agenda going on through changes in the House of Congress, meaning parties, then they they know you're under tyranny. And that's what we are, folks. Most folk haven't a clue how it really works at all. I've often mentioned the Freemason Albert Pike who certainly knew the agenda, and uh, there's much, much more to that guy than uh, I've mentioned on the air, but um, Albert Pike, who was the the sort of Pope of Freemasonry in his day, as they call him, he he said that those uh, who won't use their own intellect, your own reasoning power, those who won't use it, this is how the Freemasons see the rest of society. And they got it from another group that had been fighting Christianity, actually, at that time for a long, long time, centuries, in fact. And he said that those who won't use their intellect and reasoning are there for uh, a stake on the table and beasts of burden by choice and consent. You see, it's not up to me or anybody else to tell you what to do or think or anything else. It's up to yourself to come to your own conclusions. Stop looking for other people to give you your conclusions. You have to do that if you want to save anything at all, including yourself. And remember, too, that... Uh, that Brzezinski, in his own book called Between Two Ages, he mentioned the same thing too. And he's a geopolitician, been behind many, many wars, including the present ones going on, along with Kissinger. But Brzezinski said in his book, he said that, and uh, that back in the 70s, he says the public, the general public have been trained uh, that not to think for themselves. And uh, when he was writing that too, there was, there was a transition happening in the media. Because everyone knew previously to that, that all media, you you regarded it with suspicion because media media moguls or magnates uh, were powerful people with their own agendas. They belong to the same organizations that run the world, still do. But they've trained the public since, so that somehow the media's changed and it's out there to do your thinking for you. That's what he said, basically. And he says, not only that, the public expects them to do their reasoning for them now. That ties right in, right in with what Albert Pike said. I'll be burdened burden by choice and consent, and that's how the big boys see you. So that's why Jack Zatary could also write his book, "Winners and Losers in the Coming New World Order." Uh, the winners at the top right now are the greediest people on the planet. Uh, they believe in a future for themselves, and uh, and we'll be left behind like booster rockets, basically. We've done our job through evolution. For them to go off into the future high technology and so on back with more after this Hi, folks. We're back, cutting through the matrix and talking about thinking for yourself. Basically, most folk get, as I say, the media, the news for the day, and they get rea- they have reactions to it. It's meant to get reactions from emotive reactions, not logical reactions, just emotional reactions. You see, uh, because you don't question it's it's, uh, its its validity or anything else, you just accept what you're told, and that's that. And the way it's often expressed is you want to swing one way or another on a particular topic and lead you to the conclusion that you're going to even argue with others about once you think you've reached it for yourself. But you, but remember those at the top two are masters, at least the big boys that they hire. And they have, they only really have big boys at the top. They, they hire big corporations to do to all their propaganda for them. And I've gone through propaganda quite a few times on the, some, some of the history of it too. And propaganda is endless, it's um, an ancient technique of, of spinning things and so on. And the big boys themselves can can always hire the experts to do it for them. And they love free advertising and publicity all the time. Now remember too, those who want something to come in, it's like the computer, etc. And, 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 cell phones and all that kind of thing. Uh, to get them all in a big massive market are always behind the front men they put out there for you to believe are geniuses. This is an old technique. Even with Einstein, To put him out there. And, and people follow it and believe it and so on. And the more it's hyped by movies and all the rest of it, the more it embeds in your, in your minds so that it must be all true. This character's a genius. But, but again, I would have front people around and say that big corporations run the world. They've got to have front people basically. And make you think that everything is competition, which is nonsense, utter nonsense. We have wars to eliminate competition. Literally, I mean full scale wars. Wars can also be economic and and, and there all economic warfare is always going on, even between corporations. Unless they belong to the same clubs. And the same clubs have a, a different judicial system above them that keeps them all in line working together. That's a very old idea, by the way, from a very old people. But, um, here's an, here's a, a good example of how an ad is put out here. And, uh, people forget things, you see, and they don't remember. Uh, it says online access is a, a human rights. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg says. Now, most people are going to jump and say, oh, that's true. That's great. You know, uh, uh, that, that is true. I hope you can do something about it and help folks get internet access across the whole planet. But stop and think about it Look at all the, the revelations we've had recently About total surveillance society They can't do it without the computer and the cell phone Everyone is being, has been uh, targeted constantly on a daily basis All your information is going up there Vocal or written or whatever It's all going up there for the big boys to see Stored by the again, By NSA and a whole bunch of other uh, international organisations so that they can basically build a personality profile on you. And have it ongoing through your whole life long. And they, they can work out you, the real you, better than you can. You see. We always have a persona we think we project to others. Now they see it differently, that other people see it differently from the one that you think you project to them. And therefore people are really ignorant of the fact that they have you done perfectly. They even have you, an artificial you, or a composite of you basically. With all your data in it and personality and all the rest of it And they do war games on it in the Pentagon, I've read the articles here on the air From the Pentagon's own site So really uh, It's a great right to have the internet And all the rest of it. it Believe you me, if it wasn't to suit the big boys and your masters For the next phase of, of total dominance I mean total dominance You would never have got the computer at all Because they need that That's one of the biggest weapons on the public But anyway Again, go back to the headline again Online access is a human right See, you other you actually know, put out the moral high ground And the, the schmucks follow behind you Yeah, that's true, yeah, you see Mark Zuckerberg says And it says Facebook connects 1.15 billion people Throughout its social network And now it wants to get to the next 5 billion The enormous social network wants to help It wants to help, again, social See, this is written by propagandists and it says, must to help the world's 7 billion people uh, online through a partnership with Samsung, Nokia, and other large mobile technology companies? The company said Wednesday. Now remember, too, that all the top companies in the world um, are, are all funded by governments. That's how they get their start. The CIA has legitimate huge companies out there, massive ones. So does, does Britain's MI6. And every country is the same as well. Now it's global, so they're all in it together, you see. So corporations are putting this out here and getting a front man to take the the credit for it. This wonderful, uh, clever fellow, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Remember what Zuckerberg said once the folk realized about a year or two ago that um, he was selling all your data to all the corporations. He said the people, he says, he says the people who, who are complaining are stupid. And he used the F word. This is the wonderful guy who wants to help the world. In other words, and he's right enough. Do you really think anything is free out there? And Zuckerberg was making a fortune off all the idiots that blindly sign up and put all their data up there. They sell it to the NSA. They sell it to all the organizations. And here he is again as a humanitarian, coming out again to push... Another commercial project for himself and others. Think for yourselves, folks. Don't be caught up with online access as a human right for the moral high ground, as I say, for wants to help people, right? Remember that Carl Quigley, who was a historian for the CFR, Royal Institute for International Affairs, he said that uh, philanthropists would eventually uh, merge with governments And actually it happened already And because as I say The philanthropists, the big foundations own the think tanks They own them folks That advise governments policies On every f- aspect of social policies And foreign policies as well And I've, I've read articles on here again If you go into the archive section At com, From the CFR Talking about the same thing um, and, and that it was about two or three years ago They came out with a, a, a huge project To try and make this a, a, a new normal, basically They're always getting new, new normals, you see Where these unelected philanthropists would have more say In running the world's affairs See, that's already here now Since big corporations like IBM Somehow get the go-ahead Or give themselves the go-ahead Or government just accepts what they're told to accept And, and creating a smart grid across the whole planet with all the other biggies working with them. And you still pratt on about democracy and having rights and so on. So, anyway, uh, think for yourselves. I'll put, remember all these things I discuss, I, all the topics I put up at the end of the, the night. Uh, 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 on cuttingthroughthemarriage.com for those to save them, hopefully, save them for the future because things disappear down the memory hole. Now, I've also mentioned the Trans-Pacific Partnership too. Part of the big CFR organization uh, and Rollinship for International Affairs and in the, in the English side was to create a new world order. And it was eventually to... Way back, actually, the, the days of John Dean and Francis Bacon, who talked about creating a British empire or a brightish empire, they called it. And, of course, this took off and, and held steady for quite a few centuries as the empire grew, because the boys with the money flooded into Britain from Holland and uh, and had a pact with royalty and so on. And then the they decided after World War One they were going to hand the torch to America to take over all the taxation of the public. So they had to get the Federal Reserve and, and the Income Tax Act passed and all the rest of it, uh, because Britain already had it. And, and tax the public for the wars as, as, the, as the US took over to create this global order. An em- world empire, basically. Lots of information on that, too. But Quigley does go through that, Professor Quigley, in his own books, which you've you got to get uh, to understand it. And um, And then you understand that the world's always been run by quiet, but very powerful. Open societies, open to the public for knowledge that is their listed folks. Back with more after this. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, we're back cutting through the matrix And talking about the big boys with their world plans and agenda But remember, they united the whole of Europe under this massive uh, parliament no one wants Except the big boys who designed it, of course And these private organisations set up the amalgamation of the whole of Europe Under the guise, under the con Of a free trade agreement And so free trade agreements Are part of the the bringing together of countries And all the laws merge together It's all done for them of course Then they say well we need a a higher authority Than just national governments Because they're always arguing So then they end up getting a parliament etc And so what happened to Europe Is to happen to America, Canada, Mexico In fact the whole of Latin America And this article here touches on it It says NAFTA on steroids North American Free Trade Agreement The Trans-Pacific Partnership and Global Neoliberalism is called here And it goes into a world without democracy ruled by a technocratic elite serving the interests of U.S. and global capital uh, Protecting investor rights against national laws and regulations Is now being created in secret negotiations over free trade treaties One of which the Trans-Pacific Partnership may be sewn up this fall and it says, "Can popular will so put, stop it?" Well, who is will? I don't know who. Well, they're always firing at will. They're always telling the military, "Fire at will." You know what's that too? Because there is no will at all. I said so for four decades now, we have seen corporate-led neoliberal globalization transforming nation states into globalized states that served the interests of transnational capital above the interests of national populations. Well, that's what the Royal Institute for International Affairs said to do hundred years ago. They these massive trading blocks. Uh, Merge all the laws together under and then get a super parliament running the whole thing And even that super parliament would be uh, eventually under a global parliament That was the idea, this is a very old idea Run by the same people by the way, who already owned the world 200, 300 years ago But since this tendency has been strong in in, uh, states both of the global north and the global south Everywhere sovereignty is being compromised the ideal political system For such globalised states Is polyarchy since legitimize, uh, Legitimates a Relatively autonomous elite rule And that's why we have to use elite rule Experts you see You always hear that term experts And you jump to, oh they you know what they're talking about He's an expert They, don't, they often don't have to, even in articles Have to name the experts Just, just say the word experts and people listen that's how you're trained Bertrand Russell says We'll train them to believe in Nothing but experts They even doubt their own thoughts You want an expert opinion On everything, right? And it never, never dawns on you It can be used for political purposes is so, how however Even such a managed democracy There are moments where Elites can be made Accountable to national populations Through the struggles Of social movements And then they going about The Occupy Wall Street Was the beginning of Such a social movement But we you know was behind that too because George Soros is behind all of that as well. And this article goes into Milton Fisk and what he talked about in the state and justice and an essay in political theory. In the class divides the sides of capitalist countries, the function of the state is to maintain the social order. What's well, the same in communist countries as well. It says this means the political elite promotes the interests of the economically dominant class. And it's the same in communist countries as well. Because the dominant ones in the communist countries, like the Soviet Union, were awfully stinking rich folks. Many of them came in, in fact, from other countries to take it over. And then when they collapsed, supposedly the Soviet system, when it was time to do so, they all fled out with billions of American dollars with them. That was in the papers at the time. But I put this article up tonight that talks about, uh, under the, the guise of uh, neoliberalism, as they call it today, uh, the, the agenda There's many terms for the same agenda, and, and of course liberalism sounds better Because um, you've all been trained that conservative is bad, but it's all a con game Conserve and, and be liberal, I always think of splashing sauce on your french fries or something the Conservatives don't want a lot to go on it, and, and, and Liberals sounds like they'll splash it all over the place. It's all a con game, folks. Left and right. Always has been. The big boys that ran the world have no intention of giving anyone democracy. They all believed that they themselves, as the experts, should rule the world a long, long time ago. And they had no intention of giving you a say in the matter. Probably this up tonight, too. And also, too, just to show you how how everything when they when they, they brought the computer and privacy and all the rest of it, oh, your personal computer. Of course, it was anybody, else, it was everybody else, except yours said. You were, you were paying for it because you're an idiot, you see. And it, and that's why the marketers gave it a name like personal computer. It's yours. Then a lot of little questions when you set the thing up about privacy, and your privacy, and passwords, and all that nonsense, eh? Then you find out since 95, at least, they've had back doors in all of the computers so that all the government agencies can get in. And they have been going in since, since then, at least since then. People fall for everything. That's how, how, that's why they use propaganda, which just turns into public relations. That's a new term for propagandists. But anyway, everybody's got access to it and all the private uh, organizations too, like the RSPCA. The RSPCA says drills into cops databases Harvests private info The animal charity Another philanthropic You know there's a philanthropist again Running the world Private organisation It says it gets us pause on police data And nobody appears to be watching Well they're watching alright They don't care but it says British Animal Welfare Charity, the RSPC, enjoys unique access to confidential information on the police national computer, this enough which has not been disclosed before. Now, I know for a fact, because I spoke about eight years to a guy who popped in to see someone who was just, just retiring from uh, the, the Canadian government. And what they do with these early retirees is they, they get lots of cash to, to go into communities and start little organisations up. And this person was involved in animal welfare. And th- this guy who was telling me this was also, um, a part-time, uh, guy into the, at the, um, the, the, animal control officer for, for his area. He had many other little jobs. And he loves to talk. So he talked his head off and this woman asked him every question under the sun. Including who had dogs and cats and who didn't. And he was getting all the gossip. And this is what these folks do, folks. They get all the gossip on everybody in the area and it's put into central databases and it goes to the feds and every country under the so-called British Commonwealth system has been the same for years So this is not a unique story here at all But getting back to the story Civilians who claim to work for the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals can access criminal records and carry out vehicle checks by making requests to the Association of Chief Police Officers Criminal Records Office Acro, which charges the charity for the information. Now, the Association of Chief Police Officers is also a private organization. And they're under the, they're actually uh, chartered with the United, the United Nations, actually. The UN. They have their own publications that are sent to them from the UN, in fact. They even have their own TV station for, for themselves. And they run not your, your cop stations across the world. It's roughly different from the way that you think things really are, isn't it? It says it's an unusual arrangement because the RSPCA can, CC, PCA can gain access to an individual's full criminal history from warnings and reprimands to convictions. Can you imagine they can even get reprimands, folks? Probably even from your school. They you can get details of upcoming prosecutions and other information as deemed relevant by ACRO. Police information may be only disclosed to non-statutory bodies under strict criteria Each individual disclosure must be proportionate and necessary for the purpose for which it's being shared Blanket disclosures are not legal The RSPC is widely believed to have special powers to prosecute individuals But actually, in fact, it has none It's a private organisation, folks It has none And instead relies solely on common law rights It does, however, have a large financial war chest to take out private prosecutions. Private war chest again. Although the number of animal cruelty investigations has fallen in recent years, the charities arguably use these resources much more aggressively, and it's claimed the taxpayer has footed the RSPCA's court prosecution legal bills. So here's again the taxpayer, as always, uh, funding a private organization's bills. And believe you me, the guys at the top, the men and women at the top of this organization, the big, uh, uh, you know, legal department, they're getting f- fantastic salaries, folks. Anything that's anything to do with government acceptance gets fantastic salaries. They give themselves, whatever they want, actually. Whatever they want. Life is a racket. The system, is a racket it's all a big con the important part is a technique that's used to get the majority of the public to believe that the con is all real and then you get screwed forever and ever and ever amen quite simple remember what I mentioned too about um, propaganda when it comes to health anything to do with health because behind health is big pharma and big business and with also with um, policing You see Because it's a system Whoever the system happens to be So they give you lots of fiction to, to soak up To do with cops just can't sleep at night Having to get this bad guy Or or the pharma guys Trying to find the, the cure Or a vaccine for something It's all propaganda folks And you race with it Back after this Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. We're cutting through the matrix and talking about the system as it really is. And you have to question all of it. In fact, everything you take for granted should be questioned. If you don't want to be meat on the table, mistake on the table and be subburdened by choice and consent. But most folk do actually. They actually accept slavery in a form. And there's many forms of slavery, folks. What's the difference? What's the difference between, say, the mafia going around uh, parts of a city and to the storekeepers and demanding money from them, or something happens to them, they lose their business or whatever, and the big boys using your taxes to give to private corporations, or you lose your home and everything else and end up in prison or whatever? What's the difference, folks? You see, you can put everything down to extortion. Just use extortion for all of it, because that's what it is. But anyway, here's an article here on Haiti. Now, Haiti um, has always really had its, had forces against them because they were the first uh, slavery people, basically, who were transplanted there as slaves. To rebel and take over And believe you me The leak never forget Anything down through history But here's an article It says that um, This is an article From Global Research That that tends to do The communist sides of things Because you always Have a spin in one way or another But it's not a bad article And it says It says The international community Is so screwed up They're letting Haitians run Haiti Luigi R. Enodi uh, the U.S. career diplomat, member of the Council on Foreign Relations, and former assistant secretary general at the Organization of American States, said, you see, back in 2004. So it says, Haitian author and human rights attorney, Azili El- 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 Danto, heard Luigi R. Enodi make this shocking comment in 2004 as Haiti was about to celebrate its 200 years of independence with its first democratically elected president, Jean-Bertrand Aristide. Apart from his efforts to raise the minimum wage and other social measures for the majority of Haitians living in extreme poverty, Aristide planned to nationalize his country's resources, a move which meant more money for Haitians and less for the multinational corporations. One month later, in the name of the international community, and that's what's used for all the wars now, but the international community have spoken. Now, what is this international community? Is it a different planet? Is that a UFO or something? know? Yeah. Anyway, it says Aristide was overthrown uh, a month later in a coup d'etat orchestrated by the US, France, and Canada. And it says uh, today the international community is running Haiti again, colonial style. As you can easily tell by comparing that the slow construction of shelters and basic infrastructure for the Haitian majority with the rapid rise of luxury hotels for foreigners, sometimes with the help of aid funds, which were told were going to provide Haitians with basic necessities. I don't know if people remember when the earthquake hit and all the rest of it too, the last time that um, I think it was uh, it was Bill Clinton. Uh, people were throwing money out there as always do, and people are pretty decent and throw the cash out, and up pops uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, at the end of it, and I think it was Bush Senior, uh, who were then put in charge of the money, which made everybody feel much better. I'm sure, you know. Uh, and of course, as last, he saw of of the money because the folks still don't have wells or anything else dug for them. But they've got all these massive hotels for all the the the, the, the foreign people coming in uh, who work for top corporate international corporations. Everything's a con. I mean, everything's a con. Anyway, it says one can easily tell by comparing that the construction, that the shelters with the the big, uh, you know, Hotels for foreigners and so on. Most of the aid money went to donor countries, businesses, government agencies and non-governmental organizations as usual. There's been many articles done on the non-governmental organizations that went in there. Uh, No one was asking you uh, if if you went in as an NGO, how many staff you had, what you had with you to help or anything else. They were just getting dished out the big, big massive grants. People make their living uh, of going from one NGO and creating them to, to another. They make a fantastic amount of money. The the good con men do, you know. Anyway, it's a well-known capitalist scheme aimed at developing markets in the global south for businesses from the north. Of course, this aid will benefit Haitians, it says, but only the very few elite ones, those in power and the rich corporate elite. Haitians open for business and deluxe hotels will be welcoming businessmen so they can set up their sweatshops in a cool and luxurious environment. Well, that's the way the world goes. The whole world's like that. Why just pick Haiti? You you know? The U.S. has to go down the tubes as well. So as Canada, Australia, New Zealand, a whole bunch of countries that the slated to go down the tubes. We've done our job. We've, we've conquered the world for our bosses. And it's time to, to stagnate and go down the way, you see. And as you're going down too, you've got all the wonderful things to do with... Um, uh, the taxations, it's getting stepped up all the time, as you well know. Everyone knows this. Every is getting the same thing. And, um, I've got an article here about small businesses in the States getting whacked right now because the IRS is stepping up its, its demand for cash. And then another one, too, to do with the fact that, uh, they might just come after you if you're behind in your, in your uh, taxes. They might come after you through your driving license. So says New York is, is, is also one, one of the states in the US is going to, New York is known as an aggressive state when it comes to tax collection And it's about to get tougher still, it says It's creating a driver's license suspension program Aimed at those who owe at least $10,000 in bank taxes And who've exhausted all appeals This is after getting robbed and plundered by the banks in 2008 And the banks all got bailed out by, guess who? The taxpayers who are all now broke but it says 16,000 tax scoff laws are put in notice. This is an announcement from the government. Andrew Como warned earlier this month, license suspension could be very effective way to get the laggards to pony up. So if you can't pay your distortion money, you simply can't travel. it would be a crime for you to travel, because you're on the list now. It says people re- rely on their driver's license not only to drive to work But as a form of identification for travel And to prove res- residency and even to buy a drink, it says "This is says, is it really fair? How much of life is fair, folks? There's a system here And it's not equal It's never ever been equal And never intends to become equal In any way at all and what's quality anyway when it comes to the top countries? I mean, if, if you get charged with a crime, you get all with it if you can afford the best lawyers. If you can't, you give them a government-paid one who isn't going to try very hard. They've got a thousand other little cases to do, and they don't really give a damn. There's no incentive for them to get you off. Anyway, it says, it it is if you really owe the money. At the time for disputing the the change is over. The charge is over, says David Brunori, publisher of tax analysis. Holding your feet to the fire is not necessarily crazy, it says. As a self-described libertarian, Brunori is no fan of government, but he explains his position this way. Getting a license is a privilege. See, you're you're back to this this, this Queen of England. The the Queen was with the first idea of the privileges. You are no rights, you have privileges. You pay for privileges, folks, it's called licensing and so on. Uh, A license is a right when you pay the money. Just pay, the payment of the money gives, makes it legal for you to do things that would be otherwise illegal to do. That, that's, this is called democracy and freedom. It's amazing to me how money seems to fix everything, isn't it? And the big massive con with global warming and CO2 and and the big bankers have already set up their their, their banks to funnel the cash through. And the governments are rubbing their hands with glee too for all their massive wages increases that will give themselves and all the rest of it from this con. But money's going to fix everything. Global warming too. The climate, everything. Money. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing, folks, eh? Money was going to bring democracy to the entire Middle East. And that's been bombed back to the Stone Age. And they're still doing it. And they haven't finished yet. And folks still go and vote. Because they've been conditioned, as, Carol, as Cass Sunstein would say, to go back to their default position on voting at, at the vote time, you see. Because daddy's always been this, and or daddy's been that, one or the other. Left or right Getting back to what Jefferson said When you see the same agenda continue Between changes in the Congress Know then that you're under tyranny From Hamish Monsieur Frontier, Canada is good night to me Your God or your gods go with you